This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're talking about how running is not it. Now, I know right off the bat, this is going to trigger a lot of people because there are so many combat athletes out there that think the only way to get in shape to fight is to run. And this comes from, you know, so many old school views. I know it was Muhammad Ali years and years and years ago talked about how every day after dinner, he'd put on his boots and he'd go running for 10 kilometers and that was the way that he became such a great and, you know, running is the best for mental toughness because of this and that. And look, I'm not going to tell you not to go run. I'm not going to tell you that if you enjoy running, you enjoy pounding the pavement, you enjoy doing all that stuff and you feel like it's good for you not to do it. What I want to get across to you in the episode today is that running is not the answer. Running is not the answer to being well conditioned to fight. Running is not the answer to having that gas tank that's going to be allow you to push a pace on everyone and anyone that you fight. If you enjoy it, do it, but it is not what is going to separate you from the pack. How many miles you put in is not going to have an effect on your ability to win a fight. How many hours you pound the pavement for is not going to give you the gas tank that is going to allow you to overwhelm opponents. That is not it. So what is it? To get into it for today, what I really want to start with is some lessons that I've learned from mentors of mine in the strength and conditioning field and something that to this day really guides my philosophy on programming for my athletes and helps me make sure that we're delivering the highest possible level to my athletes at all times. And that one lesson, one of those lessons was from Brett Bartholomew. I had him on this show, I believe it was episode 40, uh, so way, way back there now. And uh, we talk still here and there. Um, and one of the things he said on the show, which really stuck with me, was training is all about risk versus reward. There are exercises you can do that could get you a really big benefit, but if there's a higher chance of your athlete hurting themselves, then is there a better way that I can get that same result in a faster amount of time? Now, one of the other things, and this one was from another mentor, Phil DeRue, was that you always need to be focused on training ROI, so training return on investment. So when you're building out a program, when you're working with an athlete, or if you're an athlete building out your own programs, one of your prime focuses with your strength and conditioning needs to be return on investment. How much work am I doing for how much result? And this is where I want to really focus first on running not being the answer. Think about what you need for a fight. You need to be fast. You need to be strong. You need to be explosive. You need to be able to go for the whole duration of the fight at a high pace. What are you working on while you run? Let's say you're going for a 10-kilometer run, even a 5-kilometer run. What are you working on? 
You're just moving at a steady pace. Yeah, you're trying to improve that pace four or five kilometers, or you're trying to improve that pace four or 10 kilometers, but you're just moving at a steady pace. How applicable is that to a fight? Yet so many athletes will skip out on a lifting session or skip out on a plyometric session because I've got to get my runs in. But think about the application of running to a fight. Fighting, you have to be fast. You have to be explosive. You have to be strong. You have to be able to go at the highest possible pace for those three five-minute rounds or three three-minute rounds or whatever the duration is for you. Yet, you're making sure that every single week I've got to get my four 10-kilometer runs in or my four five-kilometer runs in, whatever it is for you. Why? What is the return on investment? Now, when I have that conversation with a lot of athletes, what I hear is, well, running is really good for mental toughness because, you know, you want to quit and you just force yourself to push through. I understand that. But you know what else is really good for mental toughness? Fighting. (laughs) And that's something you're doing already multiple times per week. And obviously, I know that not every training session is actually a fight. But if you're going to spar, that's good for mental toughness. If you're going to push through a hard wrestling session, that's good for mental toughness. Push yourself in those sessions as hard as you can push yourself. And you are already going to be a very mentally tough individual. Now, I know immediately some people are going to hear that and they're going to say, well, you know, but more mental toughness work is better, right? And yeah, the more mentally tough you can be, the better. But also, we've got to look at return on investment. You're getting mental toughness work every single day that you walk into the gym and you put gloves on. You're getting mental toughness work every single day that you go and you lift weights because guess what? That's hard too if you're doing it right. But people still think I've got to run four to five times a week so that I can be mentally tough. And you're spending hours and hours and hours outside moving at one steady pace or on a treadmill moving at one steady pace. And those t- that time that you're spending doing that is taking away from the time that you're getting stronger, the time that you're getting more explosive, the time that you're building proper actual fight-specific conditioning that is going to be designed to help you go at a higher pace for five minutes at a time or three minutes at a time because you got to get your runs in, bro. Think about it. If you could take that time that you're running and do something that's going to build better conditioning more specific to the fight, that's still going to be hard and still force that mental toughness side of the brain. Don't you think that'd be a good idea? Because again, that return on investment is the key here. And again, I'm not going to tell you not to go running. I'm not going to tell you that you can't do it or it's bad for you, but it's not the answer. The return on investment is very low because you can take way less time and do something much more fight-specific, like a, an aerobic interval session that's working on keeping a higher, higher possible pace for a shorter duration of time, followed by minimal rest and then repeating that higher possible pace. So you can do that in 10 to 12 to 15 minutes instead of that 40, 50, 60 minutes that you're spending on the, that you're spending pounding the pavement. You can get a much more fight-specific result in much less time and still push yourself and make it a mentally challenging thing to do. So 
that's what I want you guys to really take away from that is that when you are working on creating a training program or a training session, or you're working on just training yourself, instead of thinking, how hard can I push? Think about return on investment. Think about what is this session actually doing for me and what I need. And the more you can keep that top of mind and the more specific you can make the adaptations that you're getting in training to the adaptations you need to succeed in the fight, the better and better and better you will succeed in that fight. Now, that is not to say that every training session needs to perfectly match the three by five minute rounds or three by three minute rounds, but you need to be focused on the pace that you're going to be keeping in that shorter duration of time. You need to be focused on higher possible pace for more applicable durations of time to what you're actually going to need in the fight instead of just how long can I go before it gets really hard. Does that make sense? Now, the next thing we touched on as well is making sure that you are always thinking about risk versus reward. And running, whether you want to admit it or not, is hard on the body. If you are running, you are repeatedly putting impact through your knees, through your hips, through your whole body as you continue to pound the pavement. Now, is it the hardest thing on your body? No. But as a fighter, you are already in the gym putting your body through a lot every single day. You are doing your rolls, doing your sparring, doing your pad sessions, all of that. And you're putting a lot of impacts through your body every single day. So now, what do you feel like is the most reward for the least amount of risk? Interval sessions on a bike where you're still going to be pushing for that aerobic benefit that you're getting from your runs, but you're doing it in less time, which allows you more time to recover, and you're doing it in a way that's more applicable to the fight. Or going out and pounding the pavement to prove that I'm fucking tougher than everyone, bro. Guess what? Every opponent you face is going to be tough. Every opponent you face is going to be working hard. But it doesn't come down to who's willing to work the hardest. It comes down to who is the best prepared. And the extra impact through your body every day just to show that you're mentally tough versus being smarter, do getting the same aerobic benefit in a way that's going to allow your body to recover more effectively and in a way that's going to allow your body to sacrifice less skills training because you did it on a bike and you got the aerobic benefit, but you're not sore in your ankles and your knees and your hips. That is going to be the athlete that is ultimately going to be able to be better prepared because they're getting more benefit in less time. And they're not sacrificing skills training by being sore in their ankles, their knees and their hips when they come into their sessions the next day. So just think about that. The next time you go to start you know, these long runs just to show how tough you are, show how hard you can work. The big things that you guys need to think about is the return on investment and the risk versus reward. The return on investment is always going to come from thinking, how much benefit am I getting specific to the needs I have for the sport? How do I best prepare for the competition I have ahead? And the answer to that, guys, is improving your skills, improving your pace, improving your pressure. And the way we do that is we make sure you have a strong foundation through your whole body. Every muscle is strong. Every joint has good range of motion. 
You are able to work at any angle that you need to work at. You are able to keep a high pace, which means you're explosive, but you're able to recover from those explosive efforts faster. And you're able to repeat those explosive efforts without putting your body in danger or risk of injury. And pressure, same idea. Being able to put a higher pressure on your opponent means that you are stronger. You're able to overwhelm them with strength, with speed, and with the ability to repeat that for the whole duration of the competition and not allow them to take over as the fight continues. So keep thinking to yourself, how do I get a better result in a shorter amount of time? So this isn't just about burning yourself out. Think about how do I get a better result in a shorter amount of time? And what a lot of people think when I say that, which drives me up the fucking wall, is that I'm telling you guys not to work hard. I'm telling you guys, stop working hard and just work smart. No, the answer is not not to work hard, but the answer and what I'm trying to explain here is how you can improve the results you get in less time. And now if you're willing to put in more time, but you're getting more result out of all the time you're putting in, you're going to continue to soar past your opponents that are just trying to work the hardest because you're still working hard. You're still doing the work, but you're getting more result out of it. That's like telling someone, you know, you're, you're studying for a test. And instead of studying the answer, like, and, okay, we're going to reframe that analogy because I lost it a little bit as I started. But that's like telling someone you're studying for a test. You have the choice. Here's the exact test that you're going to study for. You can study those questions for an hour, or you can take all the materials in the world, still writing the same test, but you don't know the answers now. You can take all the materials in the world around that subject and study those for 10 hours. What is gonna get you the better results? Actually having the questions that are gonna be on the test the next day and being able to study those answers for an hour, or having piles and piles and piles of materials that you can study for 10 hours. The one over here with 10 hours is going to be working harder, but the one over here with the exact answers that they need for the test is still going to be working hard. You're still going to be putting a lot of time and effort into making sure you have those answers and you know what you need to write down the next day. But you're going to get the way better result because you actually know exactly what you're studying for. And that's the same with training. Even if you are putting in less hours, if you have the exact criteria of this is what I'm working on, this is how I'm improving, this is what I actually need when I come into the fight, versus the guy over here that's just saying, I'm going to work harder than everybody, the guy who knows exactly what they're doing, exactly why they're doing it, and exactly the benefit that it's going to provide them, is going to get a better result. But now, if you're putting in the same amount of time as the one over here just focused on working harder, the one who knows exactly what they're studying for, exactly what they're working for, exactly what result they're trying to get, is going to be the one that wins every single time. Does that make sense? So as we wrap up the show today, the things I want you guys to really take away from this is when it comes to training, stop worrying about what other people are doing. Stop worrying about trying to work harder. Stop worrying about trying to do more. Stop worrying about trying to you know, separate yourself with your work ethic and start understanding that the goal is preparation for competition. And so start understanding that number one, 
Your focus is to get the best result in the least amount of time. Return on investment. Number two, your focus is risk versus reward. Whatever exercises you're doing, you need to focus on being able to get the most possible reward, the most possible benefit with the least amount of risk. And if you can focus on those two things, and if you can really dial in your training with those two things and understand that pounding the pavement for hours and hours and hours and hours does not improve your ability to win a nine to 15 minute fight. And you can actually put together a program that's focused around the results that you are trying to achieve. You are going to start noticing incredible differences in your gas tank. You're going to start noticing incredible differences in your recovery, your ability to come into fights actually feeling good, and in turn, the success rate that you see in those fights. So that is it. That is all. I hope you got some value out of this. If you did, I would love to know what it is. Make sure to send me a message on social media. Make sure to follow me on social media. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review if you got some good value out of this. And as always, my ask of you is that, is that you share this with a coach, with a friend, with a teammate, with someone who's going to benefit from this message. So thank you. I appreciate the time. We'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.